Hey guys, it's Teresa. Thanks for listening to the podcast. Just a couple quick thank yous before we get started. Thank you so much for our new Patreon confidant, Liam Sunde, Alex Parkinson, and thank you again to Anthony Elward, who is very generous and has chosen to become a confidant off of the Patreon, but is still helping to support the podcast. So thank you so much for your continued support. And also, um, I'm traveling to New York City, so if you guys live there and want to come see me do stand-up comedy, I'm doing just a few shows, very uh, short trip this time, but I will be uh, doing a show at Frank's Lounge on October 11th in Brooklyn, New York, and then October 12th, I'll be at Bitches Brew, um, the name of the show, uh, the venue is called Halyards in New York, and uh, Cobra Club, also on October 12th, and then Saturday, October 13th, I'll be at the Creek in the Cave for Comedy Freak Nick. So you can check out those dates at my website, TeresaLeeComedy.com. And if you haven't rated the podcast yet, give it five stars and write a review. Send me a screenshot. I will send you a private confession that nobody has ever seen. So you can tweet that at me at Larissa T or tag the Instagram at TellMeAnythingPod or email me, TellMeAnythingPod at gmail.com. All right, guys, enjoy the show. because uh, we're at the Out of Bounds Festival. Um, I haven't seen him perform yet, but we already got breakfast tacos. Yeah. And he's really fun to hang out with and talk to, so I'm super excited to have him on the podcast. He hosts a show called Volcom Presents the Shindig Comedy Show. It's Carlton Wick- Wilcoxon. Yeah. Did I say your last name right? I didn't ask. Wilcoxon. I don't Wilcox. know, man. Wilc- some, some, I, I, How do you say it? It's Wilcoxon. It's probably English. That's uh, what I said? Okay, great. You know, I'm sure there's a bunch of Wilcoxons out there I'm not related to, by blood, <laughs> but I still love them. How are you doing? I'm doing great. Um, the I didn't wear my. I have, we both have red hats. I put mine in the corner. Over yeah, there. I was looking at yours. Yours has like the the bowl of, of ramen on there, and I was kind of envious. I was like, let's just if I just swap them out, she'll never know. <laughs> she'll never know. I got high and ordered a bunch of baseball caps on Amazon, and that was one of them. <laughs> <laughs> the other one said "Daddy" on it. So it, it makes me <laughs> so pretty much you're in the business of making the best decisions. Yeah, in life, exactly. You know? I make good decisions. We're just one in the same. You know, we're getting high ordering caps and love daddy you know <laughs> so, love daddy. i am trying to cancel daddy and start father because, father yeah, yeah. I, I always wanted somebody to call me father um in a I, romantic way in a romantic <laughs> way <laughs> you know yes father that's that sounds so like ultra boy uh ultra boy like kind of hack premise thing going on there <laughs> that is somebody's well, thing. It I is shouldn't very, talk about yeah, it. Yeah, I guess it is very uh, re- religious in a sense. But the, everything's kind of like, I mean, uh, religion is, even though it feels like it's like so separate from sex, I feel like it's so connected, right? <laughs> <laughs> but really, like, what's that song? Take me to church. Yes, it's like I have, I, a, I have a bit where I make uh, sex. I. I prove that the bible is very sexual oh 100 <laughs> percent. it's like one of the most primal things mm. and religion and wanting to believe in something and connect that's just the primal need yeah man you know uh marvin gay and you know jesus <laughs> is just one in the same when you really think about it <laughs> yeah exactly uh are you religious uh no 
I don't know. If, I mean, maybe you can be in this. But I don't know. I, I'm not. You can be <laughs> not. whatever you want. Do you, <laughs> yeah. Who do you confide to if you have things you want to talk about? Who do I confide to? Um, probably me, myself, and I. And I just oh, okay. So you're a very withdrawn, yeah. uh, hold on to your secrets. No, I'm not a snitch, okay? Do you got a lot of secrets? Uh, yes. What, do you have a secret you want to tell me today? I have a secret I want to tell you today, yeah. Um, let's see. Where do I start? It takes a little bit of a backstory, so I'm just gonna go give you the cliff notes. Uh, when I was a was a high school kid, I was uh, had a lot of behavioral problems for the first half of my career, mm-hmm. and the second half I became uh, very very uh, popular, and okay. in the be- in between stage caused a lot of conflict. Um, so, pretty much uh, at this time, this had to be like 2008. Um, you know, mixtape Lil Wayne was around. I had to paint the picture. You know, those little MP3 players were around, but iPods were going crazy. Okay. Going very crazy. And in my high school, they were getting stolen like every day. <laughs> every day. I mean, the touch came out, the big ones, the colorful ones, they were all going everywhere. And this is pre uh, find my iPhone. Yeah, this is yeah. free. This is free. All of that. <laughs> this, this is they just finally figured out a way to put like music videos on. Right. So, <laughs> you know, people were really having fun, and, uh, yeah, there was uh, just a whole ring of people stealing them, and your boy happened to just know people stealing those oh. iPods. Uh, but the the dumb thing was they were getting caught. And because they were getting caught because they kept trying to resell those same stolen <laughs> merchandise same like in school. So like you would they would steal something like in one class period and then go in the hallway and try to sell it to somebody else like that day. And it's a, how, how big was your school? Um I'm guessing about 1400 kids. Okay. So it's small enough where you're like like Jill is missing an iPad. Yeah. Or iPod yeah. and uh, you're selling an iPod. That's yeah. Oh uh, yeah, obviously it's pink. Uh, it has her <laughs> name inscripted on the back, and yeah, they're getting caught with the actual iPod on them. Um, and so I had a friend who he was into this, and I kept telling him like uh, it was it was so dumb. And I remember sitting down and I was like, "Yo, like, why don't you just like use Craigslist? Why don't you just lose like eBay? eBay wasn't really that new, but Craigslist was kind of new, uh-huh. uh, at least new to us." Uh, and so he was like, what is that? Like, I don't even know what that is. And so we did it. <laughs> yeah, I set up him a store on eBay and then Craigslist and put out listings. And so what started off with just like, all right, well, I just have these two things uh-huh. turned into him uh, giving referrals. Like running a business. <laughs> We're giving referrals. And it's like, hey, just talk to Carlton. He knows what's going on here. So. That's the context of uh, the secret. Here. How big was the uh, iPod ring? Oh man! How it, many people were stealing? Like, were you like kind of running the storefront and people were stealing the iPods? It got ridiculous. Were uh, you getting commission? Oh yeah, I got a little <laughs> bit off tops, but at first I didn't do it for my friends. I just didn't want to get in trouble. But like, because I was still trying to. I don't know. I was trying to do better, but right. I was also like, "Yo, you got to do better." Than this. You didn't want to be the one stealing, but you because you were already friends. You're like, "Well, I'm in high school," and you're yeah. like, "Your sense of right and wrong." You're still discovering. That's the that's the homies, you know. I'm not about to, you know, just <laughs> snitch on the homies, but I also don't want to see the homies get in trouble, get kicked out of school. Uh, but yeah, the money it was. We made a lot of money. It got ridiculous. Give me a ballpark. Uh, I think at a certain point, each one of us. 
probably brought in about 400 a week. Wow, that's a lot for high school. That's a lot for high school. So How many people have, were bringing new iPods to school? It got weird. <laughs> it got really weird because it didn't get, it didn't. <laughs> so this is where, okay, it got to a point to where like, it, okay, as high schools, we didn't even know what to do with the money. So we would just like uh, buy clothes. Buy more iPods. Uh, yeah, yeah <laughs> buy iPods. Uh, some people bought, you know, weed. Uh, yeah. Other people, uh, we bought a hotel room to try to throw parties, but it was dumb. <laughs> it was like a bunch of guys just sitting around in a hotel room. Did you have ridiculous. a credit card? No. We How just do you had buy cat- a hotel room on cat? Can you do that? Uh, we had a friend's older brother do it. Oh, okay. And, and, paid. Okay. and for an extra $150 uh, fee, he would throw in four cheap-ass bottles. All ah. right. So <laughs> this is how just naive that we thought we were being as uh, as uh, pure-breaded criminals, I guess. <laughs> uh, so... It got so there was a there was a kid who's kind of around our friend group. I'm gonna call him John, uh, but he he's not he's never been into that. He's never been really into too much of anything. Uh, now he serves in like the military, which is hilarious. But this was just iPods, and one time he came to me and he brought me like a laptop. Wow, like a MacBook, and I'm just like, okay, man, like. I don't even know what to do with this. MacBook has MacBooks have like lock codes and things on it. And he had this air of desperation to him. He was like, Hey, I got this MacBook Pro. You can't tell anybody. Uh how much do you think I could get for it? And can we how soon can it happen? Because it got it has to go like like soon. Okay. Oh, wow. And I'm just like, okay, man, like what what is going oh, on here? <laughs> what what is happening? And uh, I don't know why, but I, I was like, okay, like look, I'll I'll look into it. Um so I posted the MacBook, but I had to like search the rest of the night to find like a factory reset on uh-huh. it, uh, which was kind of easy to find on like Yahoo Answers. Sure. Uh, that was very easy to find, and I guess the machine wasn't really that advanced in 2008, so you don't have to worry about it for those who own one in 2018. Okay, <laughs> I think you guys are fine. Uh, but who knows? Um, so we. I get it, and I end up selling it. It was like for like eight hundred bucks. I gave him the money, uh, take a little bit off, um, right? But I go to class the next day, and uh, there's this kid. His name, let's, let's call this kid um, Timmy. Okay. And you could tell he was just down. He's like, yo. I was like, yo. What's, you know, it's like, what's going on? He's like, yo. I've, I've been looking for. Um, my macbook <laughs> and oh, no. i've been looking for my macbook and i just don't know and i've been searching for it all day and i'm just like okay well what did it look like like what is it but they're all You're silver like, and they're all nice. like yeah they all yeah and it was like I, i'm asking questions but i like i feel like i know and what made it even worse was he's like yeah man like me and john have been looking for it all day and, and that was the friend yeah and i'm just like oh, oh no. jesus and i've never I've never like I've never seen desperation or like like yeah. hard greed like that or like uh-huh. it just never it never dawned on me like oh like money can really like flip people's morals like it's the consequence like, was you didn't see who was being affected until that. No, not at all. And it was it was so it was so weird because like those two guys were like are kind of close like oh they're like, friends like there there was a time where uh john was like i don't know going through some tough things because uh his 
I'm about to put the man business out there because his mom died. <laughs> and, and if you listen to this, he's going to know who he is. And you should be ashamed of yourself by that man in my MacBook. But he, uh, his mom died. And so he stayed with, with Timmy for a little bit because they're like neighbors almost, you know. So it was like yeah. it was like a weird situation already. And uh, that's tough. But I can also imagine having to go through losing your mom at such a young age can probably um, cause you to act out as well, you know? I and guess. want to have control of your life, especially as a child when you feel like you're losing control. I think people often, it comes out in like needing control in different ways and one of them being maybe stealing or trying to, you know, hurt your friends or something. I, I'm all good for that, but at least keep it real with me, all right? <laughs> like I need to know the job is dangerous right, before I take it. <laughs> yeah, like that's just part of it, you know? If, yeah. I, if I at least know that, then I don't have to, you know, then I can at least make the decision for myself. But... You know, it's hard to tell a, a, a what, 15-year-old that, uh, sure. you know, looking back in hindsight. But it's like, damn, like, so I just had to live with, like, I know who stole your laptop. So what did you do? You didn't tell him? No, man. It's a, it's an anti-snitching thing. And uh, I, I, it's 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 dumb. And what and what the sad part is that all, the whole thing ended up crashing tragically uh, because, you know, uh, you can only like steal things for so long, and yeah, of course they caught one of the kids not with just like stealing one thing, but just like they just been tracking videos. It oh <laughs> is like right on, man. It was like yeah, man. This is like this time, and then this time, and this time, and he just got like expelled and like went to jail for a bit. Oh, wow. And so yeah, I feel bad for that because I kind of he ended up just going to jail. That all that stuff ended up going, but before that even got to that point, you can already tell that things were just getting a bit desperate, and it just fucked with. Yeah. It kind of fucked me a little bit. So, I told people I wouldn't do it, but then they just realized they could do it, do it themselves because Craigslist is not they hard. They figured it out. Oh yeah. Yeah, but it seems like you were already feeling like just a sense of inner a uh, moral compass from well, from seeing how it hurt people. It was a it was a weird it was a very weird time in that in that point because you gotta understand like. At, at, 13 14 you know i was coming from you know full i mean some gang affiliations and wow. you know like like we we you know we're selling like weed in the school and like outside of that like i'm smoking and drinking with the homies to just like okay i'm like about to go to this amnesty international meeting okay like, okay. like so it's like all right like like you know i think i'm gonna go you know to football practice and then i'm gonna go you know to the cultural leadership after this so yeah. it it was very, already very well-rounded criminal yeah well <laughs> it was it was already starting to kind of transition out of like yo like yeah. i'm not i'm not trying to trying to do this stuff i mean uh I have a cousin who like he got sentenced at that time for like 18 years oh, and wow. like it was like a lot going on in that time to where that also like, seems crazy for because it's like you know stealing's bad but that's the age you're supposed to learn it's bad so to go to jail for 18 years for something like that is like well he, my cousin went to jail for something else like oh, something okay. crazy something okay. crazy that was okay. actually crazy. Something crazy but like that that was like the point of reference that i like learned a lot of those habits from a lot of those things because like my mom was always working and like going to school so like i hung out with my cousins like a lot and you yeah. know a lot of the things that we thought were just like oh yeah like we just you know chilling like it, it took a minute for me to just like unlearn and be like oh yeah like my man's is like <laughs> not gonna be he's gonna be somewhere for a whole decade and just not know what's going on like he's still in jail it's like today wow. so it, it's like 
at that point it kind of just all of it starts to dawn on you and when you like do better people like treat you better that's mm-hmm. so i don't know when i was like freshman in high school and stuff people treated me like i was so dumb like it, uh-huh. it almost made me mad and then it out then i had to act out because of it and then it, it created this whole chaos thing and then uh then by the time i became a senior like I still did some of, I didn't do some of the same things, but I still like skipped school, but I still got good grades and like I got awards and scholarships. So people liked me and it was like weird. Cause like, Oh, like my mom was upset, but she wasn't upset. Cause she got like my last <laughs> report card. And she's like, why do you have like 33 absences? <laughs> like, like a 3.6, like this doesn't make any sense. And I'm just like, I was like, mom, like absences, they count for like every time you just miss a class. Right. It was just like, I just didn't want to go to that class. I <laughs> was like, just, I, I understand it. I don't need to be there. <laughs> oh, it wasn't even that. I was just like, man, like, oh, I got a study hall over here. Like, that's not a class. Like, that's, that's not a thing there. And then this class, like, yeah, I just get the notes. Like, I don't know. It just became, it was a weird form of high school. Uh, but that was a secret I kept um, to this day. It's not the juices. I didn't kill a man. Well, I'm glad you didn't. Uh, <laughs> I hope that never happens on the spot. Yeah. No, I hope nobody gets I that weird. I kind of hope not too, too but yeah, that, that would be a big secret. Uh, but I thank you for sharing that. You're welcome. <laughs> Do you feel like you got something off your chest? Um, <laughs> no. But if you're listening to this, John, and you know your real name, do the right thing. Make it up to make it up to Timmy. Give him a laptop. Give him a laptop. I don't care if he it already has, has one. Two thousand and what eight or whatever. You're like a marine <laughs> now, so that so oh, you wow. know I'm talking to you. All right, you know what you need to do. You're on blast. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> where can people find you? Uh, people can find me on all social media platforms at CC Wilcoxon W I L C O X S O N. Um, you know, follow me, tweet me, talk to me. If you want to say, give me some shame. I'm fine with that. <laughs> like, I'm at peace with who I am as a person, and I put it out there so people can talk about it, all right? Yeah, there you go. And go catch him doing stand-up uh, in Austin if you live in Austin. Okay. Thanks for coming on. Hey, guys. I'm really excited to um, have this next guest on. I just met her for the first time at Out of Bounds Festival. I saw her perform. She's super funny. She runs a bi-weekly show in Chicago called Tight Ship. I should have asked you how to pronounce your last name, but this is Lindsay Lucido. Did yeah, I get it right? No, that's perfect. <laughs> okay, that's, cool. That's my last name. I just had a, bl- a blank and I was like, oh no, what do I pronounce this per- Perfect. Honestly, um, you've killed it. <laughs> so you're from Chicago? Yes, I Did am. you grow up there? Um, I moved there when I was six. Oh, nice. Okay. Um, I I joke that it was like, oh yeah, I was. I knew I wanted to do comedy when I was six and I was like, mom and dad. It's a great place. <laughs> yeah. I feel like it's like, there's so much comedy and like the music, everything. Yeah, I love it. I mean- it is. I think a lot of comics in Chicago have like moved there for mm-hmm. comedy, so it's like interesting because um, like I have memories from everywhere, like around Chicago. Oh, nice! It's like, oh yeah, that's where I like used to go after second grade class. You know, Aww, that's not nice. second second grade class. Oh, so you were like week. in the city? Yeah. Yeah. Oh wow. Yeah. I I went to college in New York, and uh, you know I met people who grew up there, and I always wonder what it's like to like grow up in a city. Yeah. You have to grow up really fast. Yeah, I mean, so I was like born in Richmond, Virginia, so it's kind of like suburbia. And then I moved when I was six, and it was like, uh, I remember I got in like a fight 
like oh. I pushed a kid down. And that's why you moved? Did no, you did no. he die? Is this your <laughs> no, 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 this is in Chicago. I, I murdered mean. a man. No. And uh, it, it I had to Chicago. leave the town. No, this is a in Chicago we had these like crazy neighbors who um were like stealing our bikes and stuff. And oh, no. they had like these three kids that were all crazy and I got in a fight with one and pushed him down. I was just, you know, Chicago's dangerous. I thought I'd right. let everyone know. So, uh, so, but that that means you've been tough since you've been a child. So yeah, that's good. Basically. You stand up for yourself. Yeah. I'm like the opposite. I'm the one that gets pushed and then it's like, do you want some of my candy? Like, I've sort of become that almost. <laughs> I feel like I've reverted. <laughs> I'm like, I guess this means we're in love. Okay. <laughs> uh, well, is there anything you would like to tell me? Yes. Um, so I'd say when I was, uh, when I was 16, I created like a second Facebook profile um, that was basically meant for me to try to talk to celebrities. It, okay, it's I'm kind very of intrigued. It's kind of hard to explain, but you're the first um, fake Facebook account confession. Well, it was, I, I mean, I, I, I used feel like my name. I used oh, my name, okay. so it was like technically Lindsay Lucido. Where was it? Your photo. No, I was no photo. No photo. Um, Ooh, bold. The, so I didn't like, That's and I'm, I have love getting a message from a no photo account. <laughs> well, no. So what I did, <laughs> well, it's fine. I have like two friends on it. My real. <laughs> Yourself? Yeah. And then my friend from college like found me and thought it was really funny. Oh my God. Um, no, but the reason I have it, I didn't like message people from the account, but mm-hmm. there was like this like big I was like obsessed with like all celebrities like Disney Channel mostly when I okay. was like an early Haley teen Joel Osment. oh he's not his sister was his sister his, okay. yeah uh Emily Joel Osment. <laughs> I know all of them um so I they would like do these live streams and um you could like talk you could like message them to try to get them to like answer your questions but the only thing was you had to link it to your Facebook account ah. which meant that it, when it would post every time you uh, <laughs> asked a question yeah and I was like oh my my friends are gonna like think I'm so lame <laughs> so I created another Facebook account where that I linked to the like service or whatever so I could just message the same thing over and over again like I have these here this is till Selena Gomez oh my uh, god okay <laughs> is that- I love her she's the best right she's like yeah. a, she was my favorite actress uh for a while i mean she's still amazing i mean she's a musician but you know no <laughs> but is that no okay like, no yes she was an actress wizard of waverly place that was like my fa- it's actually very well written yeah it's a fun show it is weird when i realized it was supposed to be like literally waverly place in new york i'm like because it's so clearly a set as all disney right. channel um shows are and kids don't know but it's so not like it doesn't feel like new york at all right the show I, yeah. does not as someone who's <laughs> i don't live in new york but i was like this feels different i mean waverly place is like right down in uh, in Washington Square where I went to school and when I, I never put it together it was like years later where I was like what yeah oh that's weird yeah you're like that's not at all <laughs> Waverly Place um yeah so I would <laughs> I have a couple of examples of like what I messaged her so to, to Selena to Selena Gomez this is in all capital letters so she could see it you and know? just to set the stage um Lindsay's come very prepared with her laptop computer <laughs> <laughs> the only the first and only guest who's brought brought materials so I, I, very, I very much appreciate this i am i'm i'm come prepared i i <laughs> yeah i'm very I, impressed <laughs> um so this is in all capital 
letters up. Will you please say hi to Lindsay? Love you and spent four hours working on something to say if uh-huh. I got through to you on Say Now. It was like a phone service. So Say Now. Okay. It was like, I guess I was trying to call her. <laughs> <laughs> and I sp- guess I spent four hours like writing something out to say Like to it her. would ring and be like, her phone's ringing. I hear it ringing. It, it must be her phone. Well, so I guess what it was, was like, you know, 0.1% of the people who did it would con- would get it's in touch like with her. It's like calling the radio. Like yes. I used to try that. Yes, I never exactly, got exactly. So apparently, I spent four hours working on something to say, and then I said uh, on say now, but I but I didn't get through. I want to meet you, and then I was Lindsay Lindsay Lohan. You what? said say hi to Lindsay. Oh, you're Lindsay. Yeah, yeah. I thought you meant say hi to like for me. <laughs> no, so I was like, because uh, it was like a video, I guess. And so okay. everyone could see it. And I wanted her to be like, oh, oh um, hi, Lindsay. I see. You oh, know? that's so smart. Wow. Yeah. It was and, Double deception. And it would like go, uh, the feed would go super fast. So okay. like the person on the, I think it was, uh, I don't know, some video like live streaming thing. Mm-hmm. It would go so fast. So like the people who were on it couldn't really see the messages unless they were like huge letters and like sure. so i would send them like, like the same message yeah that's like uh that was ahead of its time because i feel like instagram live is a little bit like that yeah. now yeah this was 2009 too old i was <laughs> how old was i i don't know i was like 14 or something i feel like too old that's for okay I 13 like wait maybe I was, I was 13 almost 14 that's the age where you think you're old and you're like i should be above this stuff was but I? when i think about kids who are fans of uh pop stars like i think of like 13 to 16 year olds yeah so that's the right age but that's also the age where you're trying to be an adult so i yeah. think that you're kind of like torn i mean i went to ariana grande live last week so oh there you go there you go it was remember mostly when adult was on, men in the audience remember when she was on uh um victoria yeah, oh she was Victoria's. on Sam and cat too right yeah, but that was like after that. Yeah. Like, I remember Victorious. Yeah, Victorious. I didn't really watch that. That's Nickelodeon, I think. But um, Oh, yeah, yeah. But I did watch iCarly, which is also Nickelodeon. Yes, yes. Actually, I think I was 14. I don't know how old I was. I can't do the math Point right being, now. it's never <laughs> too old to, to like these stars. Okay, wait. Well. Oh, I might have been. <laughs> I might have been 15. Wow, I don't know. I'm trying to. Th- yeah, I think I was 15, almost 16. Wow, this is embarrassing. Um, But yeah, I when I was like. So I was obsessed with the Jonas Brothers too. Okay. And when I I've was met like them, what I've met them outside of outside of my old office, they were just hanging out, and I heard they were there. And this is I was too old to do this. I was like twenty three. Then I but I pretended to go down and get a coffee. I did go get a coffee, <laughs> but it just because I wanted to walk by them. I walked by them and then I was like, I'm gonna talk to them on the way back. And then on the way back, I did the whole like pretend to see them, and I was like, Oh, hey. <laughs> can i take a picture with you guys and they're like yeah they're very cool because yeah. they're used to it but i think they're like who is this like professionally dressed 23 year old woman <laughs> like, you should have been like i really i've never heard of you guys but i know but I'd you guys picture. just look like models are you models <laughs> i'm a scout <laughs> i need a picture just to send my yeah, boss yep. um, no but i it's actually funny that you said that because when i was 16 i just out of nowhere started crying and I went to my mom and I was like I just realized that I'll probably never meet the Jonas Brothers oh my god it's probably likely you will one day if you haven't have you I did not meet them but I did I was um I have a lot of family in Dallas and I think that's where they're from okay and so I would go there for Christmas and we 
I think on like Twitter I saw that they were going to be at a certain mall and I wanted to go shopping and I think I conveniently was like oh no it's not because of the Jonas Brothers <laughs> I was like I just really want to go shopping at that mall totally unrelated I just really want to go shopping in my Jonas Brothers t-shirt yeah <laughs> oh and also so I'm I have type 1 diabetes and so does Nick Jonas okay so I was like we're destined to be actually <gasps> I think I have be. I think I have some old uh, some messages I sent to him oh wow did you talk about the diabetes yes <laughs> oh my god my um when I was a kid but I might be a little I think I'm a little older than you but Backstreet Boys was my like boy band yeah and Brian um had heart surgery and he had like a scar and I had heart surgery and I remember being like oh my god yeah it's if like, we ever meet I'm gonna tell him <laughs> I'm gonna like tell him we have the same thing you're meant to be it's like this thing that's yeah. why representation is important yes exactly <laughs> so you can find <laughs> someone you're gonna marry one day yeah. <laughs> okay so this is what I sent to him <laughs> okay this is embarrassing uh so I sent a bunch of these. Okay. Um, and each it seems like each version is a little different, but in <laughs> like in one message, I would I would I would it looks like I said the exact same thing like three times. Uh huh. Just so I was like, oh, it's I want it to be longer so he sees it. And I said, in all capital letters again, Nick, I have been diabetic for twelve years. And was wondering if you've ever had days where your blood sugar is always over 300. <laughs> it's so stupid. I mean, you got to respond to that. Right? But did you, so you messaged him on Facebook? Well, no, I, uh, this was oh, like one through of those. this thing now, okay. Yeah, I think, yeah, it was a, li- a live video. It says Jonas Brothers live video chat. <laughs> so yeah, like, I mean, I can show you that obviously people can't see it. Oh, wow. But oh, it's like Facebook statuses. Yeah. And so it's. I wanted to be in Camp Rock 2, but I will be in the inevitable Camp Rock 3. <laughs> Many exclamation points. Oh my God, I love <laughs> I love this one. August 22nd, 2009. I just wrote my first song at diabetes camp. <laughs> Did you really write a song at diabetes yeah, camp? Yeah, it was like part of the um, like curriculum basically. Oh my so, God, that's amazing. Yeah, so I went to like a diabetes camp, um, which is good because like it's hard to go to camp when you're diabetic sure. and also it's good to relate to people. Um, so we would have like these educational... Like whatever, and one of we had to like, we everyone had to like write a song about diabetes. Like wow. you got in a group and did it, and I every year that I went to that, I was like, I bet Nick Jones is gonna show up. <laughs> I was like, it's gonna happen. Um, um, have so have you ever gotten a response? Not from like these people, but I have gotten responses from like random celebrities, as in because like if you look at my Twitter, like. Even as I got older, I would tweet celebrities like I was part of the conversation. Sure. You know. But that's part of their job is to make you feel like they right. know you. Right. I think uh, like even when I was like 18 or 19, I think I just tweeted at about like 10 com- like stand-up comics and asked oh. if they needed an assistant. This is so interesting because now you're like fully in comedy. Yeah. Have you run into any of these people? No. So I was like... When I was like 18, I was a little bit into it. I was sure, but I was like in college, so I didn't really do it that much. Um, but I was like, oh, a perfect way in would be <laughs> be Sarah. <laughs> but that's Silverman's. actually very smart because they do need assistance. Yeah, you never know. Yeah, so I mean, it's probably not the. I probably wouldn't hire someone on Twitter, but <laughs> you never know. <laughs> but basically, that was like my older version of what I was doing when I was like whatever age. Yeah, this was. I and I so I've had like a couple people respond. I've had like. Tom Segura respond. Oh, okay. Like, this was when I was much older, um, obviously. And like, 
when did you stop using the fake facebook account i i think i really just used it so let's actually let me go see when it was created looks like it was like the summer of 2009 maybe i think i stopped using it in september of 2009 let me go back i'm gonna see how far i can go back it's just (laughs) oh i messaged ali and aj um (laughs) who else on here have you met any of these people now as an adult through your through doing entertainment? No, but I I hope one it's day it's going to happen. Oh, I hope I mean, one you're day like that a performer now and you're around and they are and most of them are probably on their down, down yeah down exactly. downfall and I'm you're on, on your eyes. Yeah. yeah. Well, I actually was telling my friend I was like you know I hope I become uh you know like famous so that <laughs> I can be like Nick look at these old messages that I <laughs> tried to send to you oh and I also like I don't remember what it was but the Jonas Brothers would have this like comp is like a competition type thing where you would write us like a moving story or something and like the okay. winner would get to meet them or something and I submitted to that like a bunch of times I actually did meet okay do you know who Mitchell Musso is I don't he was on Hannah Montana he was okay. like the guy friend uh, of the three of them oh okay and I was like not really a huge fan of his or anything but at diabetes camp I had a friend who was like oh Mitch I was talking about how I love Disney Channel and all that uh-huh my friend was like oh Mitchell Musso is like coming to Chicago and I was like oh he's my new favorite celebrity then like <laughs> and he's accessible yeah basically <laughs> I don't know well, I had like this obsession with just the idea of celebrity which I think a lot of you sure know, teenagers even adults do so that's why I think YouTube um, influencers are so popular yeah it's like this, it's it's a very weird thing. And doing stand-up, I'm not anywhere near famous, but it's it's a little bit like weird seeing, you know, non-comics kind of like look up to you. Yeah. And it's like, it's, I think that's why people like stand-ups too, because there is a sense of accessibility. Like A, you're on stage talking about very personal stuff, so people feel like they know you. And then B, like a lot of stand-ups hang out after shows, and yeah. so there really is like this personable uh it just feels like more personal i think yeah yeah it's and it's it's just weird thinking like like those celebrities are literally just people right like (laughs) not that i'm a celebrity at all not that i even want to be a celebrity but uh so i so my friend and i were like okay we should try to like go see him or like go to his concert or whatever Mm -hmm. and um, I don't remember like the situation exactly, but I know that they were like putting together some sort of a contest. I think it was like where you like made a video for Mitchell Musso and it was okay. like the winner like got front row tickets or whatever or backstage passes. I what don't remember. What was he doing? Performing? Yeah. Like, he sings. Oh, he was sings. singing. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I can't imagine that he was like amazing, but <laughs> I was just like, oh, he's on TV. Sure. Um he so my friend and I like went made this extravagant like video like showing how great of fans we were I made my YouTube account it haunts me to this day (laughs) my YouTube account name is the Mitchell Musso fan wow (laughs) which you got that the Mitchell I think I think but um you're the only one (laughs) I think so yeah but then it was when I started doing stand-up I was like I so embarrassing (laughs) oh it was still that (laughs) yeah (laughs) but then so recently I was like I'd figure out how to change it but I think that all my videos that were some that like were posted as the Mitchell Musso fan stay (laughs) yeah as that but like now my account just says Lindsay Lucido but 
uh, my friends were like, hey, why is, That's why, so are, funny. why is this posted by the Mitchell Musso fan? <laughs> I thought like, okay, if the, if my, if I'm, if I call myself the Mitchell Musso fan, he'll want me to win. Sure. More. Because you're the fan. Exactly. I'm like the number one fan. So we like made a video and we, um, we like, do you have the video? I don't know. Probably okay. it's probably like <laughs> hidden somewhere. That would be great if I had that. Uh, I I just I think I'm pretty sure all it was was like my friend and I in a car. Obviously, we weren't driving, but um, just like screaming his name out the window, <laughs> and like we actually ended up making him a build a bear and like Aww. bringing. We ended up. Um, I went to his meet and greet, and I showed up like really early with like all the eight year olds. Because I was like, I have to meet him. And then I didn't even say anything substantial when I met him. I was just like, hey. What did he say? Did you take the bear? Oh, so that, we made that for his concert. So the meet and greet was oh, okay. like one day and then the concert was the next day. Wow. And so <laughs> we've got there like super early. So we ended up getting front row like anyway. So you didn't win the video, but you just went. Okay. Yes. We got, I'm pretty sure we got second because his mom tweeted us. Um Wow she was like your video was really great and Aww. I was like yeah I know I wish we'd won <laughs> um but like nonetheless we got like front row anyways that's um, the way in befriend the moms exactly that's the thing I was like the person who would tweet like celebrities siblings oh my I, was God. Like, I was like this is my way in yeah tweet Haley and you'll get Emily exactly he used to show up at uh plays a lot because when I went to school in New York really kind of go see people's shows really? probably friends of his but I would see him in the audience a lot that's so weird yeah he was adorable yeah it was weird because like I he was one of the first celebrities I saw in New York so I wasn't used to it and I would do the thing where my mind would be like oh how do I know this person like did we go to camp together yeah and then it would hit yeah because I know I've just seen him in movies (laughs) yeah I want to move to New York and I'm well I'm visiting New York in like a a week and I'm so excited to just tinder and look for (laughs) celebrities on tinder It's weird seeing celebrities in on the street because you, they really just look so normal. Right, right. And you don't really want to bother them. Right, exactly. Um, no, so we brought like this whole gift bag that had like a Build-A-Bear and a bunch of other things. And we like threw it on stage. Uh-huh. And a lot of other people did that as well. But it was just uh, like security or whoever just like literally just took everything and like swiped it off stage so I don't even know if he got it we wrote like a really heartfelt letter it's so funny because I really wasn't like that big of a fan of his it was just oh you get swept up in it yeah yeah it's like oh he's on tv he knows you know Miley Cyrus (laughs) it's I was like because now as I'm older I'm like being a celebrity doesn't sound so great It's like, yeah, it's the job. Yeah. And then everything you do is like under a microscope. And right. I mean, obviously I won't. Um, if if I have to become a celebrity, I will. You will not turn it down. <laughs> no. Okay. So who, if you could get one of these Disney stars to be your friend now, today, present day, Lindsay, who would you pick? Nick Jonas. Nick well, Jonas. Okay. Well, you know what though? I feel like <laughs> Selena Gomez and I would get along better. Sure. I have had dreams where we were friends. Um, She's interesting because she is so like tightly guarded that it's like you see hints of her personality, but most of the time I feel like they like kind of like whitewash her personality yeah. like yeah because she's not allowed to really have opinions or thoughts because that's why she's so non-controversial that's true but yeah. they really curate it that i'm like what is she like i have wondered why it seems like there's no controversy around her yeah because i think it's so tightly protected yeah. but once in a while did you see the um 
<laughs> the heart wants what it wants music video yeah the the beginning of it she used real um i think it was heart wants what it wants she used real footage from when she was crying over justin bieber like someone from her team had just recorded it and because she was feeling so bad and she was like i just need to document this and then she used that footage as the intro for her music video and it's like so heartbreaking because you see this like person who's just like devastated and it's like her first love right. she cares a lot about him but anyway she's grown a lot you go Sir selena you've, you've become a your own person yeah <laughs> i, I love i still love selena gum i mean yeah like we don't really know her because she's very like hi this is right. who i'm gonna present this to the world um i met her once when i was interning at fallon and she came on the show and i just remember she on her way to the stage she there was like a little girl i think maybe just a kid of a security guard or something was there and she saw her and she gave the girl was a fan and so she gave her her earring <gasps> well, i mean i think it was a rehearsal it wasn't like but she was about still. to message. but she was like it was backstage and i was like that still. is so sweet you just like that is a see, like, yeah oh i love her she just seems like a good i mean obviously yeah, i don't know nice. her, but she seems so sweet i think like with nick jonas I would have loved to have known him when I was a teenager, but I think, I think I've out, no, I'm not going to say I've outgrown him, but I mean, he's very different now than You've he was. have grown together. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. And he is apparently engaged. That's what I was told but yesterday. But you know, celebrity engagements, they don't last. That's what I said. Yeah. <laughs> well, thank you so much for sharing this story. Yeah. Thank you for having me. Where this can is, people find you? Um, I have a bunch of social media. I actually have a website. You can find this Facebook. Fake Facebook account. Yes. <laughs> so everything is just my name, Lindsay Lucido, and it's L-I-N-D-S-A-Y-L-U-C-I-G-O. And I have like a website and everything. Cool. Um, Check her out. Find her website. Find her fake Facebook account. <laughs> See if, yeah, I've, I've <laughs> had her a, messages. Don't harass her. No, don't do that. I had someone like who I, I was trying to get to book me on a show messaged the wrong Lindsay oh, Lucido. Really? <laughs> he was like, oh, I think I sent it to someone else. I'm like, no, that was me. Ah, but. That's funny. <laughs> <laughs> that's great well thanks so much for coming on the show thank you for having me this is a lot of fun hey uh, we are back and i'm super excited for this next guest uh, i met her in boston she's a mm -hmm. very funny comedian but now she lives in new york pamela ross how are you i'm so good thank you for having me thank you for coming by of course do we meet at the women in comedy festival i think we did i think i did your show initially you to, uh you had a show at a coffee shop <gasps> pavement pavement yeah yep, yep. oh i love yeah that was one of my favorites um it's a fun spot with, uh with uh brett brett oh. yeah brett does it now yeah i stayed with him last time i was in boston yeah that it's is weird, a weird story because i tried to venmo him for uh, a lift that we shared and then i sent it to the wrong brett <laughs> And the guy wouldn't give me back the four dollars, and yeah. it started this whole thing. And I like was like, "Please give me back four dollars." And as a joke, I posted it online to be like, "This guy won't give me four dollars." Mm -hmm. And everybody harassed him for it. <laughs> and then he just wouldn't give it back. Like he was just being a dick. Yeah. And then other people sent me money, and then I felt bad about that because then I made money off of it. But but people were like, "Oh, I enjoyed this bit." So I was like, "Okay." Any time that you can <laughs> exploit capitalism for your own gain, I think is completely fair. Well, it was especially like, as a woman of color. I know. I was like, I'm at the <laughs> women of comedy, women in comedy festival, and a man will not return the four dollars to me. And then I, I also tried to be like, well, if you're, uh, if you're gonna take my four dollars, then I want something in return. So I asked him to send me a video of him singing, and he didn't do that either. And uh, it sounds like he wasn't being compliant. Yeah, I was like, you can at least, that doesn't cost you money. No, I'm pay. I, I would be happy to pay four dollars to a stranger Ugh. for a video of them singing. 
that happened to me once. I spent, it was for weed. I sent $35 <laughs> to the wrong person and I did ask for it back and I never, I never got it back. I feel like that Venmo account right. is defunct. Like maybe that person never you even saw. You can message Venmo and they will help you. But I also was like, I'm not going to message them for $4. Sure. And then I had someone yell at me who was like, who someone sent me $4 and was like, okay, stop whining and complaining online. And I was like, well, you're negging me. So I don't want your money. But anyways. Yeah. I'm sure they loved that you even spent a second of your day ta- talking to them. That's like what I'm sure what they wanted. Yeah. Well, anyways, that saga's over. But um, now you're in New York. Do you like it? Yeah. I love it. Honestly, it's I've, I've only been there for three weeks, so I'm still oh, wow. okay. adjusting. Very new. I'm a very recent transplant. Cool. Yeah. But, you know, I have so many friends there from all around New England and from mm-hmm. Boston. Like Boston, New York connection, as you know, is very strong. Yeah. So because well, I thought you lived there longer. I saw your set last night. Very funny. And you were talking about your ex. And, <laughs> and I was like, well, yeah. she must have been in New York for a while. If she's got exes all over. In he, the, all over the city it's very new york to be like, be like well, right. i walk by this look i can't walk by this street because that's where my ex lives yeah but three weeks man three weeks got busy. i he <laughs> i wish he is someone that i dated in boston uh-huh. and he has since moved i see and lives and with his wife in queens because he lives there no, exactly <laughs> i am low-key stalking him <laughs> no uh he would hate that joke if he heard it right <laughs> <laughs> i will dm him this podcast sure yes uh for you a well, speaking of, uh, I not any. I was gonna say speaking of honesty, but actually, I guess the opposite. We were just talking about stalking, which is kind of the opposite of honesty. It's not fully transparent. It's not very transparent. Um, but let's talk about honesty. Sure. Is there something you'd like to tell me, Pam? Yeah, and it has to do with another ex and how creepy I am online. Oh, okay, so great. It's thematically great. related. I became very obsessed with. Well, at the time I was dating him, but my now ex's ex and her new husband. Okay. And she doesn't know I'm a person. Okay. She doesn't know I exist. Your ex's ex. Mm -hmm. Okay. So you obviously stalked her while they were together and then fell on the rabbit hole after it was after they broke up. Oh. And once she got with this other guy that she's now married to. Oh, okay. And I sent her, she does not know I exist. And I sent her a wedding gift Whoa! <laughs> from her Target registry. And she oh, must have been really creeped out. What did you, what, did you write a note? I think I said something like, yeah, like very generic, like congratulations on your nuptials or did something. Did you sign it? Uh, I'm trying to remember. I think I, I think I might've signed it with my initials, which is almost creepier. Interesting. Than not signing it. Okay, so, all right, take it back a little bit for me. Mm-hmm. So you became interested in her life after, how long after you and this guy had broken up? Well, at the time we were still together. Um, oh, but so she was an ex while, she was before you? Yes. Okay, I was she thinking was this like guy dated one. her after you and then broke up and then she got married. She was the one before She was me. long before, okay. Mm-hmm. The one right before? Yes, yeah. Was she the one that got away from him? Oh, fully. <laughs> Yes, absolutely. I don't know if I have an equivalent, but I think he would say that she was one who got away for him. Okay. And she lives in Nashville now and I'm, I'll give people subtle clues so they can stalk her as well. No, (laughs) no, but she, okay. So she's with this guy and my ex and her met at this like very evangelical Christian college. Okay. And so they actually never hit sex. (laughs) 
wow. So I took his virginity. That's like the context. And I was dating okay. him, but he was obviously still hung up on her. And I'm not like a lot of people good at being, um, I'm very passive aggressive in relationships. Okay. And I don't like to talk I mean, about my feelings. Sending a wedding gift is kind of aggressive. Kind of. Yeah. I, um, I remember just feeling like her specter was like haunting our relationship. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? He like talked about it all the time. And like he, I remember we were in the car and he was like, you know, uh, I won't say her name, but so-and-so is engaged. And I was like very shocked because she hadn't, they hadn't, you know, been broken up that long. Mm-hmm. But you know what I should have done is sent the gift from the two of you. <laughs> I know. Right. Um, sh- maybe she would have seen that as like a, an olive branch. Sure. You know, and instead I, I kind of took things into my own hands and you know what? I blame social media as I do okay. with, mm-hmm. I blame social media for a lot of things instead of holding myself accountable for my actions. What was the gift? It was just a wine opener. A wine opener. It wasn't like a fancy thing. Like, open this bitch. <laughs> <laughs> wine for when your marriage inevitably inevitably begins apart. deteriorating. This is for when you're crying about <laughs> how you're stuck in an unhappy marriage. <laughs> and um, they had uh, so I I knew who she was only because of social media. Okay. Right. Because it's very easy through Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. To mm-hmm. see all these previous interactions. Sure. They haven't been deleted or people don't really have the most um, intense like privacy settings. That's how I can tell when it's an ex is if I'm suspicious, it's like there's a period of time when they interacted a lot. There's a lot of photos of each other. And all of a sudden this person's not around. I'm like, hmm. Mm. I've had the thing where a guy will be like, I'll be like, who's that? And he'll be like, she's a friend. She's a good friend. I'm like, okay, great. And <laughs> then all of a sudden I'll be like, what happened to your good friend? I don't see her around anymore. It's like, oh, well, she must have been a side chick. And you were not honest with me about that. Yeah. If you guys were still friends, she would still be around. That is the, uh, that's the thing with social media. When I'm, even if I'm just interested in someone, I'm like, do I go through their social and try to piece together clues about their life so that I can go into a situation with like as much information as possible? It's a dark path. I've now come to the place where it's like, if I even am wondering or suspicious, then I'm not in a good place. Mm-hmm. Like that's not a good relationship. If the guy's making you wonder and making you play those games and, but I, I you know, I've been there. I used to do that a lot. I don't anymore, but yeah, now I just kind of, if I catch myself doing that, I'm like, Oh, well then I must not be in a good relationship mm-hmm. if I'm doing this. It's like a red, it's like yeah. a red flag to yourself exactly <laughs> that <laughs> springs up. And it was very easy to figure out, I had a first name mm-hmm. and it was just very easy from there sure. <laughs> to figure it out. And, um, and unfortunately so much of her social media is private. Mm-hmm. She deleted her Twitter. Okay. <laughs> she, her Instagram's private, but I was, I knew who her, who her fiance's name was. Right. Yeah. So I just kind of Googled that and I found their wedding website. Wow. And I was obsessed with it (laughs) what was the theme was it rustic the theme um it was sort of vaguely like a it was actually seemed beautiful um like a vaguely (laughs) rustic nashville wedding there were doves yeah it was i mean it seemed fun to be honest and he's scottish so they had she had like this kind of scottish like a plaid sash he as in the husband Mm mm-hmm He's like this tall redhead guy. And um, 
what's his social <laughs> at no um and i was going through well i had to read you know their story on the oh, website oh wow yeah that's you a thing deep. like on the knot <laughs> had to read it i couldn't i could not read it i'm a reader you know uh-huh. and a creep so i was reading it and the funniest part to me was when they talked about how they were interested in each other for a period of time. It seemed like they were like maybe building up to actually dating. Right. And then they didn't, and they dated other people. And that is when she dated dated your ex. Yeah. You know, when you just become a footnote in someone else's life. So funny. (laughs) Yeah. And so I was like, make you feel good that you were like, he was never important to her. It almost made me feel worse because he was still so obsessed with her. He was like the weekend <laughs> in Selena Gomez's narrative. Yes. He goes back to you, Justin Bieber. What a, that's a per, honestly a perfect analogy. Yeah. And um, then he has that sad song. I relate to the weekend. I, the new album, right? I have yeah, one. What's the, he's like, um, the, I don't know the title. I forget the one he's all sad about Selena. Cause he's like, yeah, he gave you everything. And then you kind of just, I was just a placeholder, man. He got played. Yeah, but also, I don't know. He, he's also out there doing his own shit. Doing his own thing. You can't change overnight, you know? No. You think you have, but you're still the same player. Imagine if, I mean, if you were dating Selena Gomez, whether or not you were famous, her ex is still one of the most famous people in the world. Right. I mean, it's just so visible. And and yeah. now he's dating Haley Baldwin. They're yeah. engaged. That's true. So I'm excited <laughs> to see where that goes. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I was going, I just kept rereading their story and I was like so fascinated by it, especially mm-hmm. cause they come from a different, the evangelical thing. It's like, it's like a cultural difference. Sure. You know, were you raised religious? No, I wasn't. Okay. I went to, I mean, I was raised vaguely Catholic, but not so really. So there's a, there's this whole different world. You, you no idea what it's like, mm-hmm. but it connects your ex to this girl. Yeah. So I'm like fascinated and, uh, I was trying to, and I couldn't, you know, instead of doing the thing I should have done, which mm-hmm. was bringing which up is nothing, <laughs> which is like, <laughs> which is nothing. Or even like bringing up to him the fact that I wasn't, I still didn't feel comfortable. I still felt like he had, you know, feelings towards her or something was unresolved. Right. And I don't but think. How do you say that? If you like someone, how do you say, Hey, I think you're still in love with your ex. Because if someone said that to me, I'd be like, not right. I'm in love with my I'm in love with you no I wouldn't say that I'd be like you're right <laughs> help me get them back <laughs> um but no I am I'm generally pretty honest about my feelings but I just feel like if you said that to someone they would probably deny it or like or they uh, what, what are they gonna say like you're right I must go get her sure and then you, and then you lose and that so yeah it's like, what do you do I have that is why I've been scared to because for so long and things are, you know, different now. I took a break from dating people seriously for a long time, um, like over a year now, which has been great. But for so long, I thought the worst thing that could happen in a relationship was it ending. Hmm. Like I always wanted to just like drag it out for as long as possible. I feel like it not being able to end is the worst thing. Yeah. When it should have ended. <sighs> I've done that. <laughs> and it's painful. It's painful. I mean, yeah, love is hard. Those months are painful. So I remember getting, I think my therapist is the only person who knows about this. Actually, no, I texted my friend Lindsay because she, because she's married and loves to like live vicariously through my nonsense. And, uh, I remember 
buying them that gift being like, well, this is my way of sort of making peace Hmm. with, you know, my feelings towards her and their previous relationship. And then like a few days later we broke up. (laughs) Oh wow. It was like, Oh, okay. That's I'm a delusional, crazy person, but you know, what can you do? Well, it sounds like there are other things going on in the relationship with him. Yeah. Than just you. Like if he was talking about her all the time and making you feel insecure. He didn't bring her up a huge amount, but we broke up once because he saw her in town uh, with this guy that she ended up marrying uh-huh. only after only like a week of us being together. I think it takes crazy to make crazy. I feel like women are so hard on ourselves. Like, of course, I've done some irrational things mm-hmm. for love, but like we're so hard on ourselves because we're taught that women are crazy and that men are stable and we need them to anchor us. Most of the time, the irrational stuff comes from being put in crazy situations like yes. ma- a man acting irrationally and you trying to make sense of it mm-hmm. and you can't because when you're in a irrational situation everything's irrational so therefore you act irrationally yeah and then we get the blame we're like oh oh we did this but how about all these things you did to put me in all this these corner? other things yeah not to blame one person but i just think we always take the blame when it's really like a shared responsibility you know oh yeah i mean a relationship is mutual so yeah. everything is divided to some extent the good and the bad do you still look her up uh do i still mm, no. <laughs> sense hesitation a little a little bit but honestly her life is pretty boring now sure <laughs> she, that means she's happy that's good that yes she seems to have a vi- she has the life that i think she wanted to have that she couldn't have with my ex so that's great i mean that's great for her yeah you know um do you still look up the sex well, he and I are like, fr- you know, friends. Oh, okay. Like Does he know you've done this? No. He'll find out from this podcast. Okay. <laughs> cool. So he has that to look forward to. I don't know if he'll hear this, but <laughs> probably. You can send it to him. We, I, I honestly should send it to him in advance of <laughs> it and saying, hey, just FYI. Maybe he'll think it's another ex. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> sure. Yes. Yes. <laughs> I. Uh, that would be great. Um, well, thank you so much for sharing this story. Oh, okay. Thank you for giving me an opportunity to share it. Because Do you feel honestly, relieved? You got it off your chest? Yes. It's been weighing on me. Good. Now you can move on. I can move on with my life. Yeah. It's just like opening a bottle of wine, you drink the wine and then it's gone. And then you move on with your life. I don't know. I'm trying to, I was trying to make an analogy with the wine opener. Um, all I can think about is, um, that doesn't make any sense. All I can think about is I think wine glass, I think glass, I think stepping on a glass is part of a Jewish wedding ceremony. There you go. Great. <laughs> so you were trying to be like, fuck your evangelical Christianism. You're going to have a little Judaism in your life. Yes. And you're like, here you go. <laughs> exactly. So it up. yeah. Cool. Um, Where can people find you? People can find me at Pam, not Anderson on okay. Twitter and Instagram. At Pam Not Anderson on Twitter and Instagram. Mm-hmm. Catch her in New York City. Fresh. She's fresh to New York. See her do stand-up live. It's very funny. Yeah. Thanks for coming on the show. Thank you so much for having me. Bye. I'm so excited to introduce our next guest. I met her at the Women in Comedy Festival. Oh, She's yeah. super funny, great stand-up comedian who lives in New York City. She hosts a sh- podcast called Person About Town and a show in Brooklyn called It's All Happening. 
It's Kenise Mobley. Hi. What's Thank up? Thank you so much for having me. Yeah, and we've got a little audience in the, yeah. in, in the studio here. It's a fun little group. It's Hopefully they're group. not terribly offended <laughs> and disgusted and uh, don't want to look me in the eye afterwards. We'll Uh-oh. see. We'll I'm see. super excited. Um, yeah, I, I feel like I'm, I've am i been wanting to do an episode with you anyways, Hell but yeah. um, since we're doing this festival edition, it's, yeah. uh, I'm, it was I'm a super perfect excited match, you're here. Yeah. yeah. Um, how has your festival been so far? So far, so good. I had a great show last night. I've eaten two tacos so far. I'm trying to up that breakfast to tacos? six. Not breakfast oh, tacos, just regular tacos. I know. I was told. I was given a mission to come yeah. here and find a good breakfast taco. So that's like my whole morning tomorrow. Good. Yeah. I'm glad you're going to do that. And then we're going to get barbecue later. Oh my God, I'm so excited. So I'm very excited for that. Yes. I can't wait. Is there anything you would like to tell me, Kenise? I would. I would like to confess that... In 2007, I not only touched Ryan Gosling's ass, I also, <laughs> because I had recently read a Cosmo article about dudes liking it if you like go a little bit uh, towards, towards oh the Oh my God. The, uh, Wait, back the real end. Ryan Gosling or like a wax the re- No, the real Ryan Gosling. Okay. <laughs> I'll explain. Uh, well, because I'd read that article, I, I didn't just oh, squeeze. He, he said that I could God. squeeze, okay? But I did, <laughs> my fingers explored a little bit and I- Up his butt. Not up his butt, but like around, around the butt. around the edge. How did I think. you meet him? Uh, so it was at a Senate hearing for Ugandan refugee <gasps> children. Uh, I was and then living you're in like, DC. I'm gonna just me too this moment. Uh, well, no. Okay, so let me explain. Consent was given. I'm oh, not okay, a complete sure. monster. Okay, partial monster. Not a complete. This is kind monster. of a humble brag. Uh, yeah, kind of. I'm gonna admit that, but I feel bad that I did like finger a little bit. Like I didn't need to do that, uh-huh. and he didn't. Okay, I will explain. Okay. Yeah, so, so you were at a Senate hearing for Uganda. U- Ugandan children. refugee children, yeah. And at the end... What were you doing there? Uh, I knew Ryan Gosling was going to be there, so I went. <laughs> <laughs> it, it's not a good reason. I mean, okay. I care about <laughs> orphans and, and refugee children, of course, but uh-huh. someone was like, hey, I've got tickets to this Senate hearing, okay. and like, Ryan Gosling's going to be there, so do you want to go? And I was like, yes. What I'd was love- he doing there? He cares about Ugandan okay. refugees, I guess, and... It was but like he was just there, and it, was he on a, the bill or something? Like, yeah, he was on the bill. So him, <sighs> there was a guy that wrote a book about like water in Africa with Don Cheadle. Don okay. Cheadle was not there, but that other guy was. Okay. And then uh, the guy who was, oh, he was on, he's now on Gotham, which might have been canceled, but he was in the OC. Do you remember that show? Oh, yeah, of course I remember that. Um, the What's his face? The blonde dude? Yeah, the blonde dude. The less I thought the other guy was funnier, but it was the main oh, yeah, guy yeah. who was like, I'm angsty and I'm from the Not Adam side of the Brody. truck. Not Adam Brody or whatever his name was. Yeah, the other one. The other one. Ben McKenzie? Ben McKenzie, that's yes. right. Okay. I used to have a um, ripped out page from Seventeen Magazine with his face on it. Oh. On my wall. Mm-hmm. He's, yeah, he's not. He's just, I mean, as far as he's people fine. look at He looks like an bad. Abercrombie ad. Yeah, he's like very block He's what you're like told as a kid you're supposed to like, and then you're like, should I? Why? Yeah. yeah. Then you find out the funny guys what like, <laughs> more interesting and attractive. So yeah. Oh, I mean, not that we're judging people purely based on attractive. You can sleep with whoever you want to and be attractive. Sure, sure. You want but to. the ones that reject yeah. my love are the ones I like. So <laughs> <laughs> that is painfully true. Uh huh. Yeah. I, I I feel that very. Deeply. But Ryan Gosling did not reject your love. No, he didn't reject it at all. No. So afterwards, they were like, everybody has to leave, and I was like, you don't have celebrities like this here for us, like not to take photos with them. That's crazy. Right. Uh, so I just like dropped a pen and like kind of like hung out in my seat for a second, and then they're like, okay, you guys, like you're the small <laughs> amount that's left. You guys can take photos with them, and everyone's doing the same exact thing. They're all like, oh my god, Ryan, I love you. I love the notebook, blah. And I was like, I can't, <laughs> I can't do what everyone else is doing. Like that's right. crazy. Uh, 
and I happened to be coming from work. So I had like a legal pad and like a badge. Okay. Uh, so I just like pretended to be a reporter. Oh I don't, he just went with God. it. He could have been like, you're, who are you, you weird <laughs> Where were you person. working? I was working at the American Psychological Association okay. at the time. Uh, it was like a few blocks away. Um, but yeah, so I'm like, uh, Mr. Gosling, you're here asking the U.S. government to take a stronger stance in Ugandan uh, relations. But I know that you're a Canadian citizen. Again, I have stalked Ryan Gosling. Oh, not like stalked him, God. but I'm like a big fan of his and I've been a fan forever. So I was like, you're a Canadian citizen. Why are you not petitioning the Canadian government to take a more active stance? That's a good question. Thank you. And he was like, uh, what? <laughs> and I was like. And then you were like, dead ass. <laughs> 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 and then he was like, yes. No. Um, so he explained, like, oh, the Canadian government is in a position to do what the U.S. government can do. And they really are the people driving the coalition to affect change. Blah, 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 blah. Very canned answer, but a good one. Uh, and then I asked him a few more questions, took notes because I was a reporter um, <laughs> in this fantasy that I was living. And then these ladies, like, bum rushed in. Is that the you get what I mean? Sure. They sure. rush in and they, like, start kissing him. And kissing him? Yeah, like just like kissing him and like taking photos. Like one has the camera, one's just like, blah, 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 blah. And uh, oh then, my God. Yeah, which seems like very aggressive. What must it be like to be Ryan Gosling? Your body is not You're your own. Constantly being just mauled constantly. by ladies. And I did participate. Um, <laughs> my bad. Well, okay, so after those ladies kissed him, I was like, oh my gosh, I think it would, I mean, it would be unprofessional of me not to get a photo with you, so I feel like I should do that. And I promise <laughs> I will not sexually harass you the way these other ladies did. And he was like, well, if you're not going to sexually harass me, what's the point? And Whoa. so, All yeah. right, Ryan. Right? Okay. He, like, he, was, he was very game. He was down. Yeah. But I don't know if he was down for the finger action, but he was definitely down. Like, we took photos with, like, my hand on his butt. So he, whose idea was the butt? I mean, I, who's to say? So he said I don't you can sexually I don't harass. Think, I don't think we can. Like, were you like, I'm going to put my hand on your butt? Is that okay? Or he was like, just sexually harass me. Blank card. Yeah, he, he, there was a blank card. And I could have been more specific. So now I am sounding more like a monster. But he was like laughing and taking photos. But that's not an indication of complete consent. So you're right. I feel like a monster. Never mind. So there's a photo of you fingering Ryan Gosling's butt. It's not, I mean, it wasn't taken from the back and up close, so I wouldn't say it's a specific Should have gotten photo. a drone. Get that 360. I should have. Oh, man. If I had a drone at that moment, I mean, I think <laughs> on the floor of the Senate, they would drone. like shoot me, but yeah, totally. Oh, my God. What was it? Did, did he react? Yeah. He was like, whoa, okay. And I was like, okay, sorry. Is that, that, oh. And he's like, yeah. And then he like hugged me, and I was like, okay, cool, bye. <laughs> like. So then you're like, look me up on BuzzFeed. <laughs> BuzzFeed was, I don't know if it was, this is a long time ago. I don't know if BuzzFeed was around then. Okay. Yeah. Did but. you have to say what fake place you worked I for? just said, I work for the, for the hmm. Hmm. cool. I've heard of it. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Love the expose on the yeah. room. Yeah. It's so good. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Pulitzer winning. That's so funny. I mean, the reason I, I feel like it's okay because Ryan seems, well, from the stories I've heard of him. He seems cool. That, yeah. It, and also, I still, you know, he's also I was out always, there and doing his own shit. But yeah. Um, since, since me too, I've been like, what if you are the monster? And he's like, I'm never going to the Senate again because if this is what happens. And I'm you like, know, it's oh, tricky, no, but it, it's tricky because I don't think on a blank card status it's okay but it's ryan gosling specifically said that to you and also from what i've heard he seems to be i don't know a little bit of man's love but also though <laughs> that is slut shaming so i take that back that doesn't necessarily make it okay true 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 
And also, like, I hesitate to say this only because today, I don't know if you heard the news about Ariana Grande. She was felt up by the bishop at Aretha Franklin's. Uh, By the bishop? I think it was the bishop. I'm almost certain. I got a bishop? At Aretha Franklin's funeral. Yeah, by the bishop. And and then the. Okay, um, by the bishop and at a funeral. What? Yeah, and oh. the uh, the excuse was that she was dressed. No, that's yeah, that's no, 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 no. Which is not okay. But also, it's like obviously, like there's a different dynamic. I think with a woman and a man, but is there? But yes, there is for sure. Yes, but it also, but also doesn't yeah. totally negate exactly. a man's feelings. But we will agree that most of the time, men take more advantage of women. Yes, than. Men, we will agree about that. Yes. But yeah, I just had to say that because I came out today. Holy cow. I, I saw something about that and I was like, wait, what? And I didn't he- know any context to it. But yeah. Wow. Okay. It's terrible to be groped, period. But to be groped at, at a funeral, funeral by, by a, a bishop. bishop. I know. <laughs> like, it's like, wow, dude. This is the moment you were like, oh, I'm never going to get <sighs> to see these tits again. I got to go for it right now. <laughs> oh, my God. That's terrible. Just awful. Yeah. <sighs> Ugh. Totally rude but they're different because i mean i he you know invited you and yeah it's different i i still feel bad about it i'm not so bad that i didn't i like i i'm still i'm clearly telling you this would you like to apologize to ryan i would love to apologize to ryan i'm gonna give you a chance right now to apologize to him and absolve you you of your responsibility Okay, hi Ryan, uh big fan i've seen pretty much every movie you've ever come out with even the ones that i think you know weren't as good I paid my hard-earned money to see them, and I just, I think you are a true American treasure, and I'll tell that to anybody. I was so excited to meet you, and in that excitement, I might have overstepped a boundary. I did not mean to, and I want you to know that I respect you deeply, and if you want to, I mean, I don't know if, like, I I guess you could press charges. I, I don't know. I don't think that was illegal exactly, but I want you to know that I respect you, and if I cross a boundary... That was on me and not on you, and it's not your fault. And I will do the thing that happens in Goodwill Hunting, where he just hugs him and tells him that it's not his fault um, for how long, however long you want me to do that. If if that would help you, I think that was beautiful. Thank you. Well, you are forgiven. Uh, if I was Ryan Gosling, I would okay. forgive you. So hopefully he hears this. Ryan, please respond. And Let's he hear knows. from you if you if yeah. you forgive Kenise, or if you don't, you if you want to come on the podcast and. Tell your side of the story. You're I would, welcome to do I that. I would love that. I would listen to it, <laughs> and I would stand a respectful distance away from him if that's what he needs. Good. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you so much for sharing that. Where can people find you? People can find me on Kenise Mobley on all of the social me- media platforms, and my website is kenisemobley.com. Awesome. Thank you. Thank you. You know that I'm greedy for that. listening to the podcast this podcast was recorded at the out of bounds comedy festival in austin texas thanks so much for hosting us all the performers you heard were performers at the festival check them out they're really great and thank you so much to permanent record studio for letting us record so generously at your studio for many many hours so check them out if you're ever in austin they've got great facilities and they'll let you record your podcast all right goodbye